You're listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode 26. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hello, this is Jen Hemphill. I appreciate you tuning in into yet another episode of the Her Money Miners podcast. It is the first week of December as this is airing. And December, as you know, is probably one of the craziest quickest month to go by just because of the holidays. School wraps up for break. There's the holiday parties, last minute shopping, especially if you're like me, Uh, maybe some last minute trouble plans and so forth. But really, it just goes by in a blur. Don't you agree? So in this holiday season, maybe you've searched for ways to survive it financially and maybe you've come up short. Personally, I feel they say the same thing over and over again. Plan, budget, buy less, uh, things like that. And it's nothing that's really super helpful uh, to my peers that write (laughs) those uh, blog posts. It's just, it's lacking something. I know the intention is great, but there is something lacking. So if you are here, it's probably because you agree with this. And I know that we all can spend less, budget better. But even though ideally that sounds like a good plan, it doesn't necessarily work for us because there's just something lacking. So instead of sharing with you the traditional ways of surviving the holidays, I'm going to share with you four non-traditional ways that I've come up with to help you survive the holidays. So in this episode... I'm going to share you with you the one thing that we find ourselves doing often that does not pay the bills and what we can do about it. Where I'm also going to share with you why getting clear about your values is the key to surviving the holidays. I'm going to talk about how knowing your past history will save you money. And I'm also going to share with you one way you can be 95% prepared for the next holiday season. But before I do that, I want to give a quick quick shout out. We've got a uh, review in iTunes and I wanted to share that with you. So this this, uh, iTunes review comes from Robin and the title is five tar five tars five stars my goodness I hope I can continue to talk the rest of this uh, episode but she said it's a five stars to a wonderful podcast and she says thank you Jen for giving me hope in a dark time you are an angel so I want to thank you Robin for for that review and the five star review and if you are listening, please, by all means, reach out to me and, and let's talk. I know you mentioned it's, 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 a, it's a, been a dark time for you and I know that you've been given hope, but uh, reach out to me anyways. Let's see um, how I can help you. And thanks again for that review. So now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So my four 
non-traditional ways to surviving the holidays. Granted, some of these you may not be able to apply this holiday season, but sure enough, there's some some of these that you can start doing um, today <laughs> even. So the first one is really take a moment to breathe. So I'm going to explain why. No matter what has happened, whether you've made impulse purchases, maybe you've charged up your credit card, you busted through that budget, just take a moment to breathe. Getting upset, frustrated, stressed out, the last time I checked, that did not help pay the bills. So I'm going to share with you a statistic that I found recently. So did you know that the average American will spend approximately $700 on holiday gifts. That's $700. And in total in the United States, the the amount spent on holiday gifts is over $465 billion. That is definitely a lot of money. And this comes from the National Retail Federation. And those, of course, are estimates. But to give you an idea... And there's, if you need a guideline, if you need some sort, something to guide yourself with, uh, a site call that I recommend is called Practical Money Skills. It gives a lot of good information in there. They recommend to not spend more than 1.5% of your annual income, income on holiday spending. So I wanted to share that, um, statistic with you. So, on average, $700 is being spent on holiday gifts. A total of $465 billion is being spent in the U.S. on holiday gifts. And the recommendation, just as a guideline, it doesn't, it's, if you don't follow it to a T, it's okay. <laughs> just as, just to serve you as a guideline, uh, it's recommended that you don't spend more than 1.5% of your annual income on your holiday spending. So let's take take a moment to think about where you stand. Do you spend about $700 uh, on gifts, on holiday gifts? Maybe you spend more or maybe you spend less, right? And as we know, sometimes we impulse spend, sometimes we may overspend on gifts. And then what happens in January, it rolls around and we deal with the holiday hangover and it hits us as if what in the world have we done? We've either put ourselves into more debt, maybe depleted some emergency funds or something else. Have you been in this situation? Because I know I have. And to make it even better, what we do is we repeat this over and over again every single holiday. Now, I know I've been wait, uh, guilty of waiting to the very last minute to go shopping for holiday gifts. In fact, <laughs> when I'm recording this, I have not done any holiday shopping whatsoever. That's just me every year. I know I'm going to sway to the very last minute. And I've been guilty in the past of not having a plan or really any idea of how much we're going to spend. So I have done that. And that really never ends good. Fortunately for us, we've never maxed out those credit cards um, because we've always paid them off right away. So if we use them, we paid them off as it was due. But we did have to tap into emergency savings. So of course, that depleted the that savings that we've been working hard on. And 
they were supposed to be for emergencies and gifts are not emergencies, right? And I wanted to talk a little bit about this is all falls into just breathing. You know, as you breathe, you want to just think and just, just relax because here's the thing. You've probably heard of finances being compared to dieting before. And I like fitness and health, so I'm going to be doing some comparison, which hopefully you will gain something out of. So think about calories, the calories coming in versus calories going out. When you're losing weight, in order to do that, you need to take in less calories and burn more calories, right? Makes good sense. Same with money. The money coming in versus money going out. We need to be able to spend less to be able to save more. And in theory, those two things, as far as with calories and with money, it makes practical sense. Of course, if you intake less calories and you burn more, you're going to lose weight. It makes sense. If you spend less, you're going to be able to save more. Practically, it just, in all practicality, it makes sense. But something funny happens when you add the human to the equation, it gets personal and very personal, not only in the sense of fitness and, and health, do the amount of calories we need varies from person to person. But if you're not intaking more calories or enough calories, I should say, you're not going to totally lose weight, you'll get grumpy. And, nev- and inevitably, you what happens is you end up eating what you aren't quote unquote supposed to, not only once, but various times. I'm sure, I know I can't be the only one that have fallen into that trap because (laughs) I've done it. I'm sure it's happened to you. And the same thing happens with your money. You're on track of spending less for a while. Then you spend more when you quote unquote aren't supposed to, and it repeats itself again. The right amount that you spend and or the calories that you burn versus the money that you earn or the calories that you eat really depends on the situation, your needs, your wants, and what you want to achieve. And following those traditional methods, even though in theory they work, they aren't always the full solution. So my point here, it's really it is that it's more than spending less and saving more. We have emotions, we have stressors, we have triggers that really affect the decisions that we make. Now, I'm not an expert psychologist. I'm not even a psychologist, but just in my experience and observations, I've seen this time and time again. There are things that we can do that will help, but it's really, it's really questionable if it really will fully, fully go away. Just like, for example, a fitness trainer that you, they're supposed to give you that good example of eating well and exercising all the time. You can't expect a fitness trainer to keep that ideal diet all the time, 24, 7, 365 days out of the year, right? Sometime along the way, something's going to happen and they're going to quote unquote eat what they're not supposed to. The same with financial experts. Even Dame Ramsey, I'm sure has blown the budget from time to time, right? Uh, People like that will overspend sometimes and break the budget from time to time. So it happens. So instead of 
focusing on just the traditional methods of spending less, earning more, you want to make sure you add yourself to the equation. And I know that maybe for a moment you think, how in the world do I do that? But really, it's really about giving yourself permission to mess up from time to time. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. It's about giving yourself permission to figure out what you really, really want instead of focusing on earning or spending less and earning more and and getting out of debt and looking at what that really looks like. It's all about finding a happy medium. That, and that is so different for from it for everyone. And honestly, I wish I had that magic formula for you because I don't. It's, it's a journey and everybody's journey is different. And we each go through this journey at different speeds and we have different obstacles to overcome. If I did have that magic formula, I really would love to give it to you. And I promise probably would honestly be more wealthier than Donald Trump if I had it, right? <laughs> So that is number one. That's my first. And I know I've gone, I ran it off a little bit, but really you got to take time to breathe. Really, you have to know that this is personal. It gets personal that you got to make sure that you add yourself to the equation and give yourself permission to mess up from time to time. You just got to get yourself back on track. Number two of the non-traditional way to survive the holidays is to get clear on your values for your holidays. We all have all different uh, values. So just do a really quick check as to what do the holidays mean for you? Where does the gift giving come into play? How important is gift giving for you? And I asked this to me and just so you can make sure that your values uh, on the ho- these ho- the holiday season are in line with how you spend on gifts. I just want you to just get thinking on this. Um, and maybe if it's not aligned, it just gives you the opportunity to th- think through why are you spending more than, than what your values are showing where you should be spending. Again, there's, there's no magic trick to this. It's just a quick check. It's something that you have to let your intuition speak for you on this. You can do this in your head, or even if you want, you can list out the importance of the holidays on a piece of paper for you and just rank them in order of importance and just kind of see, take a look at that and see what you're spending and see if it's in alignment. Now, recently, okay, so we'll, for, uh, I, let me retract. So if you're spending that average amount of $700 during the holidays that we had talked about from that statistics, yet maybe your values are more about quality time with your family over the gifts, that's when you can take a look and your intuition, let your intuition speak and say, maybe I shouldn't be spending uh, $700. Maybe I could be spending less or maybe you can figure out why you're spending the $700 and, and be happy and be okay and content with spend, spending the $700. Again, there's really no clear cut way of doing this other than just listening to your intuition on this one. Number three is looking at your past history. So you got to know what you, how you spend, 
how much you spend, find the patterns. You, again, this is just something you got to do a quick check on why you spent, why you, what you, why you spent what you spent on. Okay. I worked recently with a client who every year she knows she's going to spend over $2,000 on gifts during the holiday season. We didn't get a, da- a chance to dive into it further, but she was clear as to how much she spent each year. But she was also clear that this was super inf- important for her. In order, in other words, this was non-negotiable. So it was just a matter of figuring out how to incorporate that in her money plan so she didn't continue to max out the credit cards and get into more more debt. So that's the third one. The fourth one is figuring out your magical number and then treating it like a bill. So you should have an idea. If not, take a look, uh, get an idea of how much you've spent for the holidays in the past And find a comfortable number that makes you happy. Whether I know the average is about $700. If you want to guide yourself by um, 1% or the 1.5% of your annual annual, uh, income. uh, Or just also see how it fits into your money plan. So make sure, figure out a comfortable, comfortable number. Just do your search. If you have passed receipts on holiday spending, take a look at those. Um, maybe you have a ballpark figure, how much you, you've spent every year. And if that's a comfortable number, if you are comfortable with that number, if it makes you just crawl, your skin crawl because you think it's too much, take a look at that and, and figure out something. Find a happy medium of what's a comfortable number for you. And then from there, you're going to make that number that you spend on the holiday spending a monthly number. And then from there, you're going to see if it fits into your monthly plan. And maybe you'll have to tweak your plan, whether the other uh, expenses, other uh, spending that you do, or maybe you'll have to tweak your number if necessary or earn more income. There's so many different ways of doing this. So once you find a comfortable number, uh, you you figure out the what the monthly number, so divide that total number by twelve. Then that monthly number you're going to see it how it fits into your plan, and if you need to tweak and adjust your plan, uh, by all means do so. And then the last thing is you want to treat it like a bill. So that means that you're going to separate that money every single month, just like if you were paying a bill. Okay, so just make sure you treat it like a bill. So therefore, the next holiday season, if you start this now for the next holiday season and you start saving every single month, uh, then you will be ahead of the game. You will have that money as soon as uh, in 12 months, right? So if you want to have it earlier, obviously you'd have to adjust for that. But that just to give you uh, to give you an idea. Now there's some bonus points. If you take it a step further and you think through the gifts that you give throughout the year, birthday gifts, maybe if you have kids, you have the wonderful (laughs) birthday parties that you go to. And of course you, you uh, gift the gift. So you have to think through the gifts throughout the year. And um, for bonus points, you figure out a monthly number for that, add it to your holiday, uh, holiday spending 
and figure out one monthly number for that and how, again, you will see how it fits into your money plan, into your budget. As if you've been with me for a while, you know I am all about breaking down things into smaller chunks. Uh, and if you haven't heard that before, I'm, you will hear this from me again. I like to break things down into monthly uh, numbers and um, work from there. So breaking it down, making it simple, and then uh, seeing how it fits into your monthly plan or your money plan, or as some others like to say, your budget. So that is it for today. That is, those are my four non-traditional ways for surviving the holiday season. So I hope you have found that of value. So let's go ahead and just recap uh, the four ways, uh, the four non-traditional ways to survive the holidays. Number one is to just take a moment to breathe because remember the last time I checked and I'm sure if you do a quick check real quick, getting upset and frustrated and stressed out, it just doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't work that way. So just take a moment to breathe and just really get in tune as to what's going on with the situation. Number two uh, is to get clear on your values for the holidays and see how those, your values align with that spending that you've been doing. So it should align. So check your, do a quick check, go with your intuition and see if your values align with your spending. Number three is to look at your past history because that's going to help you save some money. So look at your past history, see uh, how you spend, how much you spend, see kind of the patterns uh, of what you're spending on and, you know, be truthful to yourself as to why you spent what you spent, okay? And the fourth way is to figure out that magical number and treat it like a bell. So we talked about finding a comfortable number, uh, com uh, making making that number into a monthly number, which is your magical number. See how it fits into your monthly plan, your money plan. Tweak it if you need to and treat it like a bill. And we also talked about for bonus points to take it a step further and include all your gifts for the whole year. So that is it. And no matter where you are this holiday season, whether you're purchasing things in advance, maybe you're purchasing things last minute, or maybe you're spending, your holiday spending is more in the entertainment about entertaining, I challenge you to pick one of the ways that I mentioned to work on today. Maybe if anxiety or stress is at an all-time high, just taking a moment to breathe may be a good starting point. Just pick one and take some action and let me know in the comments in the show notes which one you're going to do. So that is basically it, but I've been asked recently uh not even just recently, but in the past, I've been asked various times about having a Facebook group, having a community. And let me be honest, I was a hesitant because I honestly was not ready. I've had one before. I've done one. I've done a free challenge in the past. And what I didn't do is I didn't have a plan post the challenge. So naturally, of course, the, the group fizzled down. So I've created this group with a purpose is for this group is really just to encourage a conversation around money. So it's just not so taboo because I really want that. That's really going to help 
you out. It's going to help everyone out. And I'm not here to tell you that in the group to tell all your business, but just to talk about what you're comfortable with and go from there. Engage in a conversation, share your experiences, cheer each other on. I'll definitely be posting some themes just to get the conversation started. And of course, I'll be joining in from time to time, but I just want, uh, want it to be run by you, meaning for you to chime in, help each other out, and just make it a great community. So if you are interested, you can go to jenhempel.com forward slash community and you can and you can join the group and chime in on the conversation. So that is definitely a wrap for today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into this show. You can uh, check out the show notes, the transcript and more at jenhempill.com forward slash 26. That is jenhempill.com forward slash 26. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you again next Thursday.